Coming up on 5-Minute News. Turbulent reality collides with GOP convention fantasy. New federal virus testing advice exposes corruption. And damage from extreme weather events rising for multiple reasons. It's Thursday, August 27. I'm Anthony Davis. Turbulent reality is clashing with the smooth, steady image Republicans are attempting to paint of President Donald Trump and his leadership on the third night of the GOP's convention. With a potentially catastrophic hurricane bearing down on the Gulf Coast, wildfires ravaging huge areas of California, protests growing in Wisconsin after the shooting of a black man by police and the still-raging coronavirus pandemic killing more than a 1,000 Americans a day with no apparent federal leadership. Adding still another controversial element, the NBA postponed three playoff games after the Milwaukee Bucks refused to take the court for their game following the shooting of 29-year-old Jacob Blake in Kenosha, Wisconsin. That was a few hours before Vice President Mike Pence was to speak from Baltimore's Fort McHenry, where an 1814 battle inspired the national anthem. Trump has strongly criticised athletes who kneel rather than stand during the anthem in protest of racial injustice. The historical convergence of health, economic, environmental and social emergencies is only increasing the pressure on Trump as he looks to reshape the contours of his lagging campaign against former Vice President Joe Biden, with Election Day just 10 weeks off and early voting beginning much sooner. The GOP's convention response to those growing challenges have been uneven. The opening nights featured virtually no reference to the hurricane or wildfires. COVID-19 was referred to as the China virus, a xenophobic trope for a worldwide pandemic. The lineup has included speakers who have been at odds with the Black Lives Matter movement, including a St. Louis couple who brandished guns and the Kentucky Attorney General, who has not yet filed charges in the death of a woman killed by police. Organisers on Tuesday had pulled another featured speaker, Angel Mum Mary Ann Mendoza, after she directed her Twitter followers to a series of anti-Semitic conspiratorial messages hours before her pre-recorded segment was to air. Convention speakers were also reinforcing Trump's law and order message, warning that electing Biden would lead to violence in American cities spilling into the suburbs, a message with racist undertones, despite the reality of these protests happening right now, during Trump's first term, and much of the criticism from demonstrators levied at the sitting president himself. At times, the RNC appeared to be presenting a parallel universe that few people inhabit but for those making the speeches. An idealistic, patriotic habitat where the people didn't complain about their lot because they were proud Americans. Most significant of all over the three nights of speeches were the literal falsehoods about the Biden campaign. Rather than run on their own platform, the Republicans have sought to demolish the policies of the left with propaganda, rewriting them to suit their own agenda. 
US health officials sparked criticism and confusion after posting new guidelines on coronavirus testing from the White House task force that run counter to what scientists say is necessary to control the pandemic. The new guidance says it's not necessary for people who have been in close contact with infected people but don't feel sick to get tested. It was posted earlier this week on the website of the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. The CDC previously had advised local health departments to test people who have been within six feet of an infected person for more than 15 minutes. Across the country, public health experts called the change bizarre. They noted that testing contacts of infected people is a core element of public health efforts to keep outbreaks in check and that a large percentage of infected people, the CDC has said as many as 40%, exhibit no symptoms. Federal officials said the new recommendation was issued by consensus of the White House Virus Task Force. However, Dr Anthony Fauci, the country's top infectious disease expert and perhaps the best-known task force member, said he wasn't part of the discussion that greenlit the change, suggesting it may have come from the president himself. The American Medical Association in a statement called the change a recipe for community spread. The Association of American Medical Colleges called it a step backward in fighting the pandemic. Ultimately, restricting testing could be self-defeating because it could skew the numbers and create a perception that rates of infection are higher. Another explanation for the change is that Donald Trump simply wants to see case counts drop and discouraging more people from getting tested is one way to do it, with a general election two months away and concern that a higher number of infections might affect his chances of re-election. A destructive storm is rising from warm waters. Again, America and the world are getting more frequent and bigger multi-billion dollar tropical catastrophes like Hurricane Laura, which is menacing the US Gulf Coast because of a combination of increased coastal development, natural climate cycles, reduction in air pollution and man-made climate change, experts say. It's a mess at least partially of our own making, said Susan Cutter, director of the Hazards and Vulnerability Institute at the University of South Carolina. We are seeing an increase of intensity in these phenomena because we as a society are fundamentally changing the earth and at the same time we are moving to locations that are more hazardous, she said. In the last three years, the United States had seven hurricane disasters that each caused at least a billion dollars in damage, totaling $335 billion. In all of the 1980s, there were six, and their damage totaled $38.2 billion, according to the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. The Atlantic is increasingly spawning more major hurricanes. That designation refers to storms with at least 111 mile per hour winds, the ones that do the most damage. Some people argue the increase is due to unchecked coastal development, while others will point to man-made climate change from the burning of coal, oil and gas. In fact, both are responsible. While climate change is not the most important factor in warming waters, it contributes to creating more damaging storms in other ways by causing a rising sea level that worsens storm surges and making storms move more slowly and produce more rain, scientists say. 
All of this means that we should get used to more catastrophic storms. Climate change will be a bigger driver of losses in the future. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app. Ask your smart speaker or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Please subscribe, rate and review us at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an independent production covering politics, inequality, health and climate. Delivering unbiased, verified and truthful world news daily. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.